Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today, I want to talk about divine timing. Yep, that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about divine timing. And you might be wondering, what in the world is that? What does that even mean? Well, essentially, it means that when the energy frequencies are all aligned, then the thing, whatever the thing is, is going to happen. There's no option. There's no way to say no. It's like when you're about ready to have a baby and the mom is saying, that's it, forget it, never mind. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go home. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But you can't stop it. It's going to happen anyways. And it doesn't make a difference how much you try to get it to stop. It's going to happen anyways. And the more you fight and the more you struggle, the more it's going to hurt. But it's still going to happen anyways. But when it happens, it's beautiful. It's sacred. It's the most amazing thing. It's divine timing. It means now is the time to get ready, which is why you have to surrender. You have to accept. You just have to be able to accept that, yes, this is what's supposed to be happening exactly right now at exactly this time. So hi. Yeah, today is Friday night. I'm normally supposed to be having these out on Wednesday, right? Well, things just kept happening and things just kept happening and things just kept happening. And I'm doing a new practice. I've been doing this practice and all of these amazing discoveries have been opening themselves up and showing me who I really am and what exactly I can be to be able to help save all of humanity because we are at the time in this global pandemic of being able to come out and open kind of like the breakdown so you can have the breakthrough where we're opening up to be able to get out of this 3D world and manifest into something better, something of a higher frequency, something that doesn't weigh us down, make us feel bad, make us feel sad, make us feel shameful and guilty and, and all of this hatred and all of this fear and all of these crazy things, right? So now is the time, it's divine timing where we're getting better. We're measuring up and we're taking an evaluation and all of this COVID-19 stuff has got us in our own homes and in our own heads and having to actually have to deal with ourselves and not not be stuck in distraction where we can avoid having to deal with anything and we can just focus on all of our learned coping mechanisms from our families, right? Well, that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. Part of the problem is that we've learned these coping skills that helped us get through. It helped us to not be noticed. It helped our family members be able to live in their lives without us having to shine some light on it, without shedding some skin, without any of those ways you want to describe it. But quite honestly, that's not really healthy. That's not really beneficial. All it does is help keep you stuck. And then you can't really grow. You can't really expand. You can't really open up and tap into your creative passions for manifestation to be able to get everything and be everything that you came to this planet to be. And so I just want to, you know, point out that like, hello, divine timing. The time is now. Why do you think all this stuff is happening right now? Why do you think there's all this crazy? Why do you think there's this chaos? Why do you think that everything is happening where all the stores have been shut down? Well, because people have been way too focused on materialism. How many people actually live in nature? Not the majority of the world, right? Think about it. Depending on what field of study that you're looking at this situation at, I mean, you could be in religion, you could be spirituality. Yeah, religion and spirituality is not the same thing. It might seem like it should be. Maybe originally it was, but yeah, those things branched off. So there's like religion is kind of like the science of spirituality, right? So we have like a science and an art to everything. We have even in art, we have a science to art, right? When you have to learn the fundamentals, you have to learn the basics, you have to understand how do you do this? So that way, once you get an understanding of the fundamentals, then you're able to be free to be able to create what you want to be able to to break all of the rules, right? To be able to have the rules, to be able to understand them. So that way, then you can intentionally be breaking them for a reason because there's a purpose and a point and a beauty behind that. Okay. Welcome 
welcome to me, the catalyst for your world. That's who I've been my entire life. You know, the movers, the shakers, the pushers, the, the agitators, the frustrators, the rebels. That's who we are. Like there's a point and purpose to that. I actually went to a store today and I had seen online that a certain grocery store, which shall be left unnamed, was giving out masks. So apparently it's mandated now that you cannot go into any type of shopping establishment, at least in the good old US of A. I don't know about anywhere else, at least in the Chicagoland, Illinois, which is where I'm currently at. We can't go inside any stores unless we're wearing a face mask. So I went into the store. I did see online that they were giving them away. So in case you went to go shopping and you didn't have one with you, you wouldn't be turned away from the store because other stores that aren't giving out these face masks are turning you away. So it's kind of like um, comply or be denied your privileges, right? That's something that I've been convinced people have been trying to get me to accept for quite a long time. It was really fun in medical school. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> take that where you want because that's probably exactly where that one's going. But anyhow, so my daughter and I went to this store and when we went in, we just went in. Well, then after we had been in the store for a little while, I realized it would probably be a good idea to go back to the beginning of the store to get a basket. Well, I felt uncomfortable. I knew something was going to happen. I needed to go get the basket anyways. Instead of avoiding this discomfort that I felt, I went back to the beginning of the store and I got a basket. Well, a store employee tried offering me a face mask. I said, thank you anyways. I'm not going to wear one. And I went to go back in the store. He got extremely upset because he knows what the rules are. He knows what he was told to do for his job. So he's just trying to be compliant. He's trying to do what he's told. You know, he's trying to be the good employee. He was essentially chasing me down verbally trying to chase me down. Well, then another employee, a woman was like, no, 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 you, you can't go in the store unless you have one of these. And I said, okay, thank you. And I kept going in. Well, then I went back to where my daughter was. And funny enough, there was a stack of handheld baskets next to where she was at. I just did not see them. I had to be a catalyst for a situation that was happening. And I willingly did it because I knew that's what I was called to do, right? We have these things inside of us. We have all of these emotions that show us what we're supposed to do that tells us what our responsibility is in any given situation. It's just, are you listening to the call? Are you willing to accept the call when you hear it, right? That's what this is. So it's like the phone is ringing and it's just going to keep ringing, keep ringing, keep ringing until it's finally saying like, hello, motherfucker, answer the phone, you know, answer the phone. And then once you answer the phone and you hear the message, then you have to hang up the phone and then you have to go take action. But are you willing to do that? I mean, how many people hear the phone ring? They answer the phone. They're like, okay, okay, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. And then they just, they never hang up the phone. They never have action. So this is what it is. It's like, it has to be more like manifesting is what this is. So it's taking uh, something that's not real, you know, like not something that's physically manifested in the real world because it's still energy. It's still a thought process. It's still, it's still this, this abstract concept that isn't going to be able to become reality, become real, become something viewable with the eyes and the physical form of basic physics. It's not anything that's going to become real until you actually utilize that energy in motion, those emotions and do something with it. You have to be able to take a stand and to be able to do something and, and get angry about something that you see that's going on. And so when I went to go get that basket, even though I didn't really need to go get the basket from there, I knew that that's what I had to do. So I accepted it and I went there and then the situation happened and I was walking away. By the time I got partly back to where my daughter was, the manager had basically chased me down and essentially told me that I had to leave the store if I wasn't willing to put on a mask because that was the new mandate. So I pointed out how there's so many people in the store that didn't have a mask on. And he said, well, we'll take care of those people later. I said, well, you know, we're all going up to the front right now and they're right there. Why don't we just make a party out of it and everybody go together? So then that's what he did. So he he made the people that were standing there come with us. So we all went up to the front. He told me that if I refused to wear a mask, then I wasn't allowed back in the store. I said, well, can I just purchase my 
items and leave then? He said, no, you can't go back in the store. If you're not willing to put the mask on, then you, you have to go out the exit. You're not allowed to come in the store. I was like, okay. So I grabbed the mask. I put it on my ears, right? I was wearing it like a, like a hood ornament. I was wearing it like a pair of earrings that was straddling my chin, right? Like a hammock underneath my face. I went in the store. I walked through the store. I did not grab a mask for my daughter, by the way. I went back through the store. I was looking around. I saw all the customers walking around with, uh, of course, some people had it on their face and some people didn't. But what's the point of having all of these people wear masks if they're not actually blocking the air passageways, which is what's supposed to be what the goal and purpose of these masks are. So I continued walking around the store. I know what a bitch, right? I continued walking around the store with this face covering wrapped around my ears underneath my chin. How productive was that? It wasn't. That was the point, right? So I went around. I found my daughter. I let her know what was going on. I told her that if she wanted to go outside, then she can go outside because she was the one who said at the beginning before we went in that she didn't want to wear a mask, that she didn't think we should have to, you know, whatever. And so that, that was kind of like the catalyst for me to be able to spark the situation that was happening inside the store. So then in any given situation like that, an onlooker might be like, okay, so why is that person being an asshole? Like, why was I acting like that? What was the point and purpose of me being a jerk and, and not just understanding the situation and accepting that this manager has just had a job to do and he was just enforcing what he was told to do because what was mandated? Well, here's the thing, okay? For one thing, my daughter pointed out, back in the 1800s, when the American government was so gracious to give the Native Americans blankets, the blankets were covered in the smallpox disease. So they were actually used as an experiment. Yeah. I mean, was that informed consent? Were these people capable of making the decision that they wanted to allow this invader, this virus, this disease to subject their bodies to? No, they didn't know that's what was happening. All they knew is that the government was actually making them leave their homes, but then of course wanted to make sure they were provided for and they had blankets to keep themselves warm in. Sometimes everything that's going on isn't exactly what meets the eye because sometimes people have ulterior motives. They have their own objectives that they're not letting you know about because hmm, you're part of the experiment, okay? So my daughter left the store. She never had a mask to put on. I get in line. As I'm in line waiting, of course, you know, six feet behind the person that's in front of me, I notice that the bagger has their mask on underneath their chin as well. So mind you, how is that productive? Like, what's the point of that? Like, what is the whole point of making everybody in the store wear a mask if they're not going to wear it on their face? So as I'm up at the counter, then it's finally my turn and the, I, the cashier greets me and I ask her if it's possible if she could call the manager up for me, right? Because there's a point to be made here. Why? Because I'm an instigator. Because I'm an asshole. Because when something is going on that doesn't seem right, I'm going to point it out because there's bullshit happening and people need to become aware of the situation and use their discernment and think for themselves. Holy fuck, people. I mean, if there's anything this coronavirus and isolation and, you know, everything that's happening right now should be able to make perfectly clear for everybody to understand is there's some fucked up shit going on where people don't really have the right to choose what's happening. So I was basically told comply or lose your rights, which actually mm, aren't really rights. It's a privilege. So this is what I was told, just like I said before, comply or you lose your privileges. You're not able to gather food for yourself and your family unless you do what we say. Okay. So is it a right that I'm capable and able to go to a store to be able to access food that I have the money to pay for? Or is that a privilege that I get to be able to go into a store to be allowed to be able to buy food, to be able to feed my family? It's a conundrum, isn't it? Okay. So anyways, the cashier rings up all my stuff. By this time, the, the bagger had already put his mask back over his mouth. 
mouth and face. You've probably heard me say that I wanted the manager to get brought up and then all my stuff gets loaded into the bag and everything gets paid for, whatever. So I move out of the way so that way they can keep taking care of customers instead of me being in the way of the aisle. So then a man comes out, not the same manager. I let him know, no, I'm sorry. I wanted this other manager that gave the name of the other person. The man tells me, oh no, 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 he's, um, he left. Really? He left? So he was so triggered by what I said that he just automatically left. Was it really change of shift or was he just stressed out in the back because he had issues with having to tell everybody to wear those masks on their face and he couldn't do anything about it because he was just doing what he told. So I have a conversation with the guy. I let him know. Oh, actually, I forgot. I missed a part. While I walked away from when the bagger had given me my stuff, I told him, okay, hun, make sure you keep your mask on your face for right now. Okay. So then when the manager came, then, you know, I, I had the conversation with him and I let him know. Quite honestly, I just want to point out, what is the point and purpose of wearing this mask? Why is it necessary that it's, and it's mandated that everybody in the store has to wear a mask when you obviously can look around and see how many employees and how many customers are just wearing it over their ears. They're wearing them like earrings. They're wearing them like hammocks. They're wearing them like hood ornaments. This is not serving any purpose at all. Does this make sense? The man told me that he would pass the message along, you know, the other manager. And I said, that's fine. He just needs to learn a lesson about the seven deadly sins. And then I went away. I realized that I was walking towards the wrong door because apparently now stores are set up where you can't just freely go in and out a door like they organize traffic where you're only allowed to go in one way, only allowed to go out another way. This extra door was superfluous apparently. So I had to turn around and go back. The manager didn't even point out to me like, oh ma'am, I'm sorry that you can't use that door. He just let me walk the wrong direction. So on my way back, I stopped at the bagger and I let him know that it was fine whatever he did with his mask, right? Because I didn't want to get that boy in trouble. There is no reason for that boy to get in trouble. I had taken my mask off and thrown it away. Why? Because I was leaving the damn store. So what was my consequence? If I don't have the mask on, I have to leave the store. Well, I'm leaving the store anyways, right? So I threw it away. As I'm leaving, I go past the original guy that was trying to stop me, who was sitting in the lobby handing out masks, right? And I let him know, make sure when you tell people, like you might want to let people know when you give them the mask to actually make sure that it's covering their mouth and their nose. So that way it's productive instead of just having people walk around wearing it like a hood ornament. So anyways, what was the whole point of that story? The whole point of the story is that, like I said, there's shit happening and people, we have feelings, we have senses, we have emotions. Pay attention to yourself. See when there's something that's going on that is fucked up and maybe you need to think about what's happening instead of just being a mindless drone, a mindless robot doing something and you're not even sure of what you're doing or why because these people are supposed to be wearing masks to be able to keep everybody's breath that might be having some kind of little foreign objects inside of it that could go into the air, that could access other people's bodies that might interfere with their health and state of existence. So like, hello, be educated, see what you're doing, have some common fucking sense, like hello people, you know? So then we left, we went to another store and we didn't have a problem covering our faces in the other store. So apparently the only thing that that was about was that I was necessary to be a catalyst because people in that store needed to understand what was happening. And I listened to the call. I understand when I'm needed and I allowed to be the vessel to be able to teach people because why? Because I am Hayoka, because I'm a trickster, because I use mirror and shine it in front of other people's faces to recognize when something is backwards and jacked up and needs to be paid attention to. So that way it disrupts people from their fucked up frequency. So that way it disorients them like a concussion in a car crash. Now I'm not advocating that anybody crashes into anybody, which technically, I mean, there's hardly any cars on the road right now anyway. So like, does anybody even recognize that like, oh yeah, all the car crashes that happen when people are going through rush hour traffic aren't happening now because people aren't subjected to road rage being stuck in the traffic? And how many, how many deaths are not happening right now from car crashes? Because people are in their houses instead of driving 
their cars. And oh my goodness, has anybody seen the price of gasoline? I haven't even seen this price of gasoline from when I first learned how to drive. When I first learned how to drive, gas was more expensive than it is now. That's ridiculous. Supply and demand, people. Supply and demand. So this is going to bring me to another point. Health. What the hell is health? What does it even mean? That means that our bodies were originally a one-celled structure. We were a one-celled structure and we combined. Entities separate from each other had to combine to be able to figure out how to grow together and exist as one to be able to become more than they were individually on their own, even together, but while combined together, ended up creating more than what those two things were individually on their own together. Does that make sense? I know I just basically said the same thing twice, but just trying to make sure that it makes sense. So basically you have cell A and then another cell A, but when you put it together, it's not two cell A's. It's like together they make like cell C. Does that make sense? Okay. So basically what we had to do as a species was to be able to allow other species to mix in with who we are to create a symbiotic relationship. So that way we could become something better than what we were, something more productive, something more advanced, something more ecologically fit that fed off of the environment because we were all on planet earth, right? And so the atmosphere, everything that was in the sky, all of those elements had to combine in such a way that promoted life, right? So our bodies are made up of the same kind of things that the earth is made up of and that the air is made up of because we evolved from a combination of different types of life on this planet, right? I mean, just evolutionary looking at it over billions of years, like what exactly happened? And so we are actually created via the environment, which means that, yeah, we became a host to other species like bacteria. Think about it. Your gut flora is way more cells than your human cells, which means that you're actually the foreigner inside your body because all the bacteria that lives and exists in your body is more plentiful than the cells that make up who you are. So then let's think about that because even if we're just talking about the gut biome, which I mean, you have a layer of bacteria on your skin that helps keep you safe. There's there's bacteria all over the place, right? There's all these little tiny bugs that help keep you safe and alive and clean and whatever. Also dirty. The dirty parts is when there's like too much buildup of toxin that needs to be cleaned away because there's a metabolic process that happens just because we simply exist. So the fact that metabolism occurs, inspiration, expiration, things coming in, things going out, those words all have different meanings, but everything actually means the same if you step back and look at the bigger picture, right? So there's all these different things going on. So your gut flora, your microbiome is actually a bunch of little tiny bugs that need certain foods and environments in order to survive, which means that when you eat certain kinds of foods, it feeds them, right? Your gut is where your emotions come from. That's what the neurochemicals are that are created in your gut that, wait a minute, your gut is where your emotions are from? Yeah. So what happens is you have all of these bugs that are in your gut that are needing a certain kind of fuel in order to be able to live and survive. And so then through their process of metabolism, creates these certain kinds of things, which end up promoting certain kinds of other things, which end up doing certain kinds of other things, which basically is saying that the microbiota creates your emotions, which then are just these chemicals that end up going up through your nervous system to your brain, which then inside your brain makes sense as to something that's supposed to be happening. So essentially what's going on is that your gut flora creates your emotions, which create your thought patterns, which create your coping skills, right? And if you have crap food compared to healthy natural food, which is what grows on this planet, but if you have something that has been processed and altered and changed, the body doesn't really know how to deal with that. And so it processed foods end up creating different kinds of bacteria, which is not conducive for survival for the healthy bacteria. And the kinds of foods that the healthy bacteria craves and needs in order to be productive and healthy and surviving is not the same kind of bacteria that the crap food bacteria needs, 
that the crap food bacteria provides for. So it's like a cycle. The good bacteria craves the good food. The good food ends up feeding the good bacteria, right? If you have good bacteria, but then you start eating yucky foods, processed foods, crap foods, like carbs and things like that, that are not nutrient dense foods, but just empty calories. Those kinds of foods give off a byproduct that is not going to be something that is going to be nutritive to your gut flora, which means that the gut flora that you have that needs healthy foods is going to die. And then that's going to promote the growth of other kinds of bacteria, which is not how life was evolved to be in. So then what happens? Well, then you end up with all of these bacteria in your gut that crave these crappy foods because those are the foods that basically ferment and create that kind of bacteria. But then you have emotions that come out of those bacteria that get sent up to your brain that create certain feelings in the body and then impulses to be able to tell them what to do and, you know, whatever. And so these are our vibrational frequencies. This is how we monitor how we feel and think about things. Actually, it comes from your gut flora. So that's why your emotions are stuck in your gut if you don't allow them to process and deal with them. See, it's a whole cycle. It's a whole cycle, everybody. So seriously, your health, your health is determined by your emotions and your behavior and your thought and how you act based on what you eat. And you can change the way you act and the way you think and the way you feel by the types of food that you're eating. Now, this is a whole, 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 whole bigger story with a lot more of a concept of what's going on here, but just the very basic amount of it. If you want to change your life and you want to change your health and you want to change your lifestyle and you want to change your actions and your emotions and your thoughts and how you deal with things, well, change your food. Look at your environment. We were created to be able to survive on this planet. So look at what this planet has to offer and let that planet feed us because, I mean, that's how we got this far in the first place. But the whole entire point of going back to everything is divine timing, right? Is there any other time in history that was more apparent than right now that we need to focus on ourselves? We need to pay attention to how what we're doing affects somebody else, how what somebody else is doing affects us so that we can use discernment to be able to figure out what our needs are and to be able to provide that for ourselves, to be able to look into our environment and be like, hmm, what's going on? What am I being called to do? What's happening? What lessons are there? How do I transform myself to be able to let go of things that aren't helpful and serving me? And what does all that mean? Well, when it's time, you'll figure it out. That's what it means. When it's time, you'll figure it out. And if you want to figure it out, upgrade, alter yourself, start eating new things, start feeding off of your environment and make sure it's a healthy environment. So learn new things, give yourself fuel and all the positive forms that you can possibly think of. And then you're going to change who you are because you're giving yourself a different environment. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. I give a free 15-minute consult to see how well we'll work together. Or you can find me on social media as canassistme or canassist.me, that's C-A-N-N. A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E or maybe the dot's not even there, just M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying enjoy, have fun, and until next time, bye guys.